Limits our lives. Limits our lives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Limits Our Lives podcast. I'm your host, CEO and founder of Limits Our Lives, DR. And this episode is going to be one of the best I've ever done because I said so. Um, a month ago, I ended up celebrating my one-year anniversary of being sober from alcohol, and I allowed myself to be as grateful as possible. I think at that time, I was home in Niagara Falls, New York, and I just took it all in. And it felt a little strange because I really didn't know what to do next. I didn't think about anything but that for so long, you know, it was uh, every month passing by every day, thinking about reaching my one year anniversary and uh, I had to thank my brother for allowing me to reach that point and I had to thank God. Right before I reached my 11-month mark, I had a manic episode, and I got into it with my mom. And, you know, I still live with my mom back home when I'm not traveling on the road doing retail remodels for a lot of major um, stores. And it's been difficult for me to understand my place, not only in the world, but in other people's lives sometimes because I'm a come and go type person and I've I've been non-committal for most of my life. And then I had to be honest with myself. No, I'm very committed in other ways as well. So there's a lot of things that I say about myself and it's true, but the opposite is true as well. And I'm sober, but not from everything. I still smoke and I do that very, very little compared to what I used to do, which is a plus. And I am still lust drunk with women and there's something to address. And I just, I wouldn't have made it through that manic episode without my brother. And I think it was important for me and my mother to get into it that day about life and the way I was raised and my view and perspective and perception of her parenting and the way that I was raised and I I released a lot of trauma 
because things got so much better after that. Because my brother allowed me to stay on the phone with him for six hours until two in the morning, something like that. Five, six hours till two in the morning. Um, in the cold, I was sitting on my grandmother's steps, walking around the Niagara Falls too, just around the hood and contemplating. And, you know, I just, I wanted to go to sleep, but I was so stuck in the, the manic phase that I was lit. I was not the good kind. And I allowed myself to tell myself a lot of bad things. A lot of bad things that night. And my brother had to hear that when I was on the phone with him venting. After my mom had to hear these things. Um, and really it was me telling my mom about all the trauma and you know the main thing was growing up from all that and not feeling like people should have been better to me because what happened happened and people should have been better to themselves you know it's, it's life goes on and time goes on and we demand the past to show its face over and over for closure. You know, with those demons. And in doing so, I just, I lost a lot of time with people I loved and my family the most. You know, that my family is everything and I lost a lot of time with them assuming they didn't love me anymore, that they didn't like me in these things. And it was true because I, I believed it. I chose to believe it. It was only true because I chose to believe it. Because if I would have saw through all that shit and allowed myself to understand that my family really did love me. And I grew up with tough love, but it just felt different as I got older, you know. It felt like gossip. It felt like arguing. It felt like the same, same shit that I go through with my relationships with my friends that I fell out with, at least. And, you know, just, it, it ain't feel good, it ain't feel right. It ain't feel trustworthy. It ain't feel loyal. And at the same time, it did. Because we're still together. And we never really turned our backs on each other. Even when it felt like it did. they did.
brother allowed me to receive so much grace, so much more grace and enlightenment by allowing me to stay on the phone with him and not go to the store and drink and doing what he could to talk me out of it. The biggest thing is helping me not feel alone. And that's probably one of the most powerful things that anybody can do in this world is to not let another human being feel alone. And I realize that's my gift. And I understand where I went wrong in relationships. I understand where I went wrong in relationships. And it was my coldness. And allowing doing my love to feel alone. And it's the number one cardinal sin, I believe, in relationships. Because what are you together for in the first place? I told y'all this was going to be my best episode. A year ago, I think today, if I remember correctly, I got into it so bad with my latest daughter's mother that I had a restraining order on myself. She had a restraining order on on me. I'm sorry. Um, I, I had a double thought there and I restrained myself from doing a lot with her and I made a comment. And what I mean by that is allowing my anger to put hands on her because I I felt like I would have at some point because she made me that angry. And her intelligence, to know how intelligent she was and is, it the way that she would act sometimes made it it seem like she was playing with me on purpose. Like, just acting dumb as fuck. That's what I felt like, and it wasn't necessarily the case. And I think about these energies and how These things have changed me because I used to have that mentality of going back and forth, of doing this and that with my family, with, you know, others. It was, you say something, I'm I'm on your ass. And that just wasn't the way to be. And sometimes I miss that shit. Sometimes I miss that shit and I have to catch myself. And I understand what Tyson was talking about. I understand what Tyson was talking about. 
have a lot of triggers and I want to be in control of my emotions at all times. I want to be able to control the things that I can't control. And understand when I'm in a situation that I can't control. And to just let go and let God. To not lean on to my own understanding because I am what I believe. I am what I think. I think, therefore, I am. And limits are lies. Limits are lies. And that's a very deep ocean. The deepest. The deepest. My mind is is so vast. All of us, you know. Our mind's so vast that we get caught up in these droplets of emotion that start to turn into running water and that water starts to run and run and run sometimes it becomes a waterfall and I think about Niagara Falls and I think about that roaring that roaring and me being a Leo I'm starting to love it and appreciate it more and more. There's a vibe there between Niagara Falls and Buffalo that is just, I don't know, it's rare. If you ask me, it's rare. And to know that I come from there, from that water, that my mother raised me my grandmother raised me. My uncle raised me. My papa raised me. My sister raised me. I raised me. My brother raised me. And we raised each other. We raised each other. And we continue to raise each other. My friends, we raised each other. And we continue to raise each other teach each other, love each other, and that's so powerful, because I think about everything that I've ran into on the road, and the situations with women, thank God I have two beautiful daughters, from my experience, thank God I've been able to make some money, and do for myself, and for my brand, and meet, and meet my business partner. To, to do amazing things for people and their spirits. I want to elevate my life in a way that reminds me of Kobe. Me and my brother talk a lot, and the other day we talked about Kobe in his drive and how he would be so determined and relentless in his approach to practice, to working out, 
to the game that he loved the most, to the thing he seemed to love the most in life, probably outside of his, you know, children, his, his family, like myself. I love the business that I started, but I know that when I don't have a basketball in my hand every day and I'm not around my family like I was just a couple weeks ago, it's a different feeling. It's a different feeling and it's nice to see new places, new faces, but there is nothing like the ones that I've become attached to and grew to love tremendously with all my heart and I don't I don't want to practice this detachment thing anymore because I understand it more than ever now and it's not a way of life it's more of a use case thing it doesn't have to be a way of life because I say this at times where I wanted to be so stoic about life and this and that and so zenful. I had to realize it's who I am at all. You know, it really is who I am at all times. Except I have periods where I detach from that. It's still who I am, always. It will always be who I am. But there's going to be things that are true that go against that. So you say, no, don't use the word always. No, I'm always going to be me. And I'm always and always have been a very calm, cool, collected, and sinful person. Whenever I was being anything but that, I wasn't being me. And I think that's important for me to remind myself to disassociate with those other behaviors that cause me to go to jail, that cause me to get in trouble, that cause me to be anything but what God wanted me to be. Whether I can tell myself that I, I learned from those things because I had to go through them for, to learn. My journey just happens to be different from someone else's. Or the fact that it really was part of this journey. And that's where the grace comes. Because it could have been so much worse at any time. For me to know that I've been hurt in the past from so many different situations and so many different things that have happened to me. But the things that hurt the most were my own thoughts, the self-inflicted suffering that I caused myself. And when I think about it, I really don't know where to start with 
how to address it sometimes. But I do understand that God has blessed me with the ability to address it when necessary. Sometimes I feel like I am a procrastinator, but at the same time also handle business when it's time to. And instead of being so impulsive like I used to be, I do still think that in ways it's always, you know, the best time is now. You know, I I do. I believe in, in the power of now. And if not always, the best time is now. If not now, when? When? And we can talk about schedules. We can talk about the way that we've developed our own routines that go against our cyclical nature. It's demanding of us to be a part of society. It's very demanding. And if you choose to play that game, then that's the game that you choose to play. But I know for myself that the game that I choose to play I know who I'm playing with I know who I'm playing for and that's what is most important the reason the reason and the reason should always be love for me. The reason should always be love. And when these things never change, now my priorities are in line. Now my priorities are in line. And I understand where life has given me the opportunities necessary to get them in line, to understand what they are. And now I understand more than ever. I understand what I was born for. I understand why I survived. I understand why I suffer. I understand why I live. And it's not for me to understand the things that I don't know yet. due time I cannot rush my learning I cannot rush my understanding I cannot rush the pain that is yet to come I must take every step along this journey in stride I'm 6'4 6'5 I gotta take these strides and understand sometimes Smaller steps are also beneficial. It's a marathon, like Nip said. And going back to that Kobe, that that determination, that relentlessness, that perseverance and persistence. It was for love. It was because of love. And 
It's something that's God-given in us all, and there's an abundance of it. To know that I've understood my life in ways that a lot of people may not understand theirs is to know that I've gone that deep within myself. I've gone that deep with God. Because that's who I'm playing for. And I know who I'm playing with. And that's also God. The God in my friends, the God in my family, the God in me. And we can't lose. We can't lose. So when it comes to this success and this failure thing, it's really about just learning. It's about learning. And when you're learning, you're growing. And that was something that Kobe had said. The best way to stay in the moment and now to stay in that zone, you know, is to to understand that, you know, never being up so high, never being down so low to just stay right there in the middle, balanced. You know, to understand that zone that a lot of people call a flow state is an amazing thing. And for some of us, it's when we're working, you know, whatever we're doing for work, whether you're working on that court you're working on that field, but you're just feeling it. You're dancing, you're singing when you're in that flow state and it just comes so natural and you're not even thinking about it. That's love. That's focus. That's a focus on love. And when you focus on love, time flies. And, you, and you're filled with, with such joy and, and it feels so healing. It feels so warm. And I know there's fire in me. You know, it's burned me to ashes many times. And that's why I have that phoenix on my neck. To resemble the fact that I'm always going to rebirth. I'm always gonna continue to grow over and over again. Even if I'm starting from nothing, I'll always be something. I'll always be something. And there's no such thing as once you get going in this life, as eternal as we are, you become aware of who you are. You understand. There's no such thing as nothing. When you have God, you have everything. And 
I understand God's place in my life. I understand myself more and more. And I understand whose work I'm doing and whose work I'd like to do. Flawed as I am, sinning as I have, God has given me life and allowed me to survive. I drank my life away for about five years in ways that I just, I don't even want to get into at times because it really brings tears to my eyes to know that I allow myself to fall victim to myself and become a shadow of myself during those times. I felt so low. I felt so low. And now that I'm flying high like these birds in this beautiful sky, I understand who I am And I understand why God has given me this brand. Why God has given me this life. Why God has given me me. I understand that limits are lies. I understand that limits are lies. And I hope all of you can feel me and understand when I say it. And you can too. Limits are lies. And there's nothing that you can't do when you put your mind to it. There is nothing you can't do when you believe in yourself and the power of God. I have been through the most in my life. Like everyone has been in their own. We all have a journey, and it's not to discriminate. It's not to compare. It's to understand. It's hard enough, like a good man said, Glenn Taplin, Buffalo, New York. It's hard enough being yourself. Why would you want to be someone else? Why would you want to try and be someone else? It's hard enough for them to be who they are. Why would you want to try to be like them? Because you think it's easy? Because they make it look easy? That's the thing about being good at something. And that's something Joe Rogan and Cat Williams were saying. It's it's hard when, you know, you're good at something to move because people think it's easy. But it's, it's not hard to move because it is easy for you because it's you. It's you. And that's the thing. When you're looking at someone else and you're understanding how are they doing that, they're, just, they're doing them. They're doing them in some way, shape, or form. And, what you're doing is watching. 
what you're doing is watching. All the motion and shit that people call it nowadays. Yeah. Where's that getting you? Where's your motion leading you? Where are you going? And what are you working towards? What are you loving towards? What's your goals? Because you can do anything you put your mind to. What is it? What do you fear? Fear is an illusion. When you eliminate that fear, you can lead with love. And when you lead with love and you allow yourself to love yourself, you can become anything that you want. No matter your circumstances in life, no matter your circumstances, no matter what adversity you're going through, you can love yourself. You can become anything that you want. And it's for you to understand the power of your mind, your body, and your spirit to become that. Don't be limited. Don't be limited. Understand you have options. Understand that you have choices. Understand the power of thought and the power of now and the power of God. And you will win every time in life. When you accept grace into your life, when you accept love into your life, you become limitless. Limits are lies.